0: Life's aches and pains, we all experience them. So I'm excited that Plus CBD Relief is backed by popular demand. As you know, I'm big a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. Plus CBD's Relief line of soft gels is the ideal way to help promote a healthy inflammatory response. Plus CBD Relief is doctor-formulated with recovery-supporting ingredients including CBD, CBDa, and Levagen PEA, which has been found in clinical trials to relieve severe headache faster than ibuprofen. Relief Soft Gels help address minor everyday soreness, support joint function, and encourage recovery following strenuous activity. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code HOFFMAN30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's Relief Soft Gels.
1: Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I am your host, Layla Mutin. I'm a registered dietitian-nutritionist here in New York. I'm available for consultation. If you'd like to make an appointment, call the office and speak to Liz. 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. And I really appreciate your questions. Topics of interest. You can email me at questions at drhoffman.net. That's questions at drhoffman.net. Hey, more reasons now to become an ingredient reading sleuth on all of the food products that you buy at the grocery store, because guess what? And this was just released this month, January, that a common food dye can trigger inflammatory bowel disease. This is from Integrative Medicine, a clinician's journal. This is one of my subscriptions here that I enjoy reading. So the long-term consumption of Allura red food dye can be a potential trigger of inflammatory bowel disease, like Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. And this is according to McMaster university researchers, Allura red food dye. And I'm going to get into what that is. It's also called F D and C red 40 and food red 17. Hey, when I pick up a package of processed food at the grocery store, and you know, I'm often going to the grocery store just to read labels and things. I'm sure that at some point, store managers or workers are wondering, hey, this lady's been in here a couple of hours. Is she not finding what she needs? No, I'm reading a bunch of labels <laughs> so I can keep up to date on what's going on. I know that this FD and C Red 40, I've seen a lot in a lot of things. It's in a lot of processed foods. It could be bags of chips, corn chips, Doritos. It can be in fruit drinks. It can be, it could really be anywhere. It might even be in things like barbecue sauces, flavorings, things of that nature. It's definitely a common ingredient in candies, soft drinks, dairy products, and some cereals. Let's see flavored, colored dairy products, ice cream, fruited yogurt, anyone, it could be there. The dye is used to add color and texture to foodstuffs, and according to researchers, often to attract children. Oh, I know a lot of breakfast cereals will contain this junk. So what's the problem with this food dye, and how is it triggering inflammatory bowel diseases, like ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. This is how. The dye directly disrupts gut barrier function and increases the production of serotonin, which you know is a hormone slash neurotransmitter found in the gut, which subsequently alters gut microbiota composition leading to increased susceptibility to colitis. Now, serotonin, you know, is a neurotransmitter associated with feeling great. You're not depressed. You're happy. You're confident. You're you're an optimist. All is good in the world. All is good with the world. Did you know that 90% of serotonin is produced in the gut? You would think it was all in the brain, right? It's produced in the gut. And there's a reason that we call the gut, the ancient brain. And this is where serotonin is is released. Now we want always equilibrium. We want Goldilocks. This dye, this Allura red dye is directly disrupting the gut barrier function and increasing the production of serotonin. This may be Too much serotonin, you know? It's one apple that keeps the doctor away, not a bag full. You will get a stomach ache, right? So this is what I'm talking about. So again, this Allura Red, this FD&C Red 40 and Food Red 17, common ingredient in candies, soft drinks, dairy products, some cereals, all of these are in the aisles in the middle of the grocery store where I Keep encouraging you not to shop there. Now, if you're buying toilet paper, napkins, you know, paper towels, those things, of course you're gonna shop there. But I'm talking about these other processed foods. So the color is used to, the this dye is used to add color and texture to foodstuffs. Now the use of synthetic food dyes, such as this Allura Red has increased significantly over the last several decades. But there has been little earlier study of these dyes effects on gut health. The McMaster University research team published their findings in Nature Communications. Um, It's a journal, Nature Communications. Quote, this study demonstrates Significant harmful effects of Allura Red on gut health and identifies gut serotonin as a critical factor in mediating these effects. These findings have important implication in the prevention and management of gut inflammation. What we have found, say the researchers, is striking and alarming as this common synthetic food dye is a possible dietary trigger for inflammatory bowel disease, IBD, which is Crohn's ulcerative colitis. This research is a significant advance in alerting the public on the potential harms of food dyes that we consume daily and They go on to say, quote, the literature suggests that the consumption of Allura Red also affects certain allergies, immune disorders, and behavioral problems in children, such as attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder. Now, we've known that these food dyes absolutely affects behavior and their attention and all of that. And that was then the start of the gold diet. This was a few decades ago. I believe I still have their one of their original folders in my drawer. Uh, the gold diet was all about removing these processed foods that contain these dyes, but as well as, you know, removing things with additives, preservatives, other harmful things that can impact adversely, the gut barrier, which is all about how things start to happen. So the researchers said that inflammatory bowel diseases are serious chronic inflammatory conditions of the human bowel that affect millions of people worldwide. While their exact causes are still not fully understood, studies have shown that dysregulated immune responses, genetic factors, gut microbiota imbalances, and environmental factors can trigger these conditions. In recent years, there has been significant progress in identifying susceptibility genes and understanding the role of the immune system and host microbiota in the pathogenesis of inflammatory bowel diseases. However, similar advances in defining environmental risk factors have lagged. Yeah, you know, they're looking for susceptibility genes, but what about the poison in our environment? Let's start looking at the obvious. Sometimes it's a matter of what is the simplest answer here? I made a, uh, 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 an analogy yesterday, not yesterday, well, when I recorded it, but in last week's podcast about, because this year the focus is on terrain. 2023 is going to be about you, the host, your terrain, how to keep yourself in optimal health, how to reduce your toxic exposure, your toxic burden. And we have to talk about the environment and I made the analogy from uh, borrowing from Dr. Thomas Cowan, whom I admire. Uh, I've, I've read some of his work. Uh, when he talked about there's a body of water with dolphins in it, everything is fine. And then at some point, they're all dying. They're all sick and dying. Are you going to delve into the, ge- the genetics of the dolphins? Are you going to look for a genetic susceptibility? Or are you going to try to figure out who put poison in that body of water that killed the dolphins? This is what I'm talking about. And when they're saying that in research, similar advances in defining environmental risk factors have lagged, what the researchers are saying is true. The researchers say that environmental triggers for inflammatory bowel disease include the typical Western diet, which includes processed fat, like trans fats, processed meats that may be made with a whole lot of nitrates, nitrites. I have seen these red colorings in processed meat. You want to be careful when you're choosing your processed meats, your hams, your salamis, things like that. You want to look for the old world Italian lactic acid, uh, fermented lactic acid starter culture, those that also contain ascorbic acid or sodium erythrobate, which is a, a vitamin C, a less expensive vitamin C that they use in a lot of these things. But when you're seeing red colorings on that beautiful charcuterie board that you're you know, inviting your yourself and your guests to enjoy. You don't want to buy that stuff. Put that back. So typical Western diet, processed fats, processed meats, sugar, and a lack of fiber. They add that the Western diet and processed foods also includes large amounts of various additives and dyes. They add that the study suggests a link between a commonly used food dye and inflammatory bowel diseases and warrants further exploration between food dyes and inflammatory bowel diseases at experimental, epidemiological, and clinical levels. And this study was funded by the Canadian Institutes of Health Research. Again, this is from IMCJ, which is Integrative Medicine, a clinician's journal. I really enjoy this journal. And this was released this month, January of our new year, 2023. I am seeing a lot more inflammatory bowel disease in our patient population. And from many of our readers who comment, send us emails where they didn't have inflammatory bowel disease before. And we always look at the diet. We always remove these aggravating ingredients like these red FD and uh, C FD and C red number forty and these Allura red food dye products. You know, in places in Europe like Great Britain, they, they use beta carotene to color their food red. Why aren't we doing that? We need to see more of that here. And certainly, you may find. That more on your organic uh, uh, food products that you're choosing, you may find maybe beta carotene being used as a food coloring rather than. But, you know, why are we eating foods that have food coloring in it? You don't, you don't want to go there. You know, you're looking for barbecue sauce. Why don't you make your own from scratch or your condiments? How about, you know, getting rid of the processed food altogether? If you're wondering why your kid can't calm down or is very distracted, maybe you should stop giving them cold cereal for breakfast. Just stop. Stop having available the soft drinks and the colored fruit leathers and the Pop-Tarts and all of these other foods. Their behavior has everything to do with what they're consuming. Our gut health has everything everything to do with what we're consuming. I want to tell you the best diet, the most gratifying medical nutrition therapy in my practice that I've seen that I'm very gratified with the results for inflammatory bowel disease like Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, and even intractable diarrhea, collagenous colitis, microscopic uh, colitis, things like that is the specific carbohydrate diet, which was developed by the late Elaine Gottschall. I've seen tremendous success. I've seen inflammatory markers go down like calprotectin. Calprotectin is a marker, is a common marker of inflammatory bowel diseases like ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. It's really gratifying to see. And it's one of the most therapeutic diets that I administer And I help my patients implement. And there's another thing here. Besides these common food dyes, additives, preservatives, there's the use of pesticides, insecticides, herbicides, herbicides like glyphosate, like Roundup. Why are we seeing more and more gluten intolerance, gluten sensitivity? Maybe not full-blown celiac disease. Or even why are some people even developing celiac disease even? right? Uh, It could be the Monsanto's Roundup that is contributing because that powerful, nasty stuff definitely definitely disrupts gut barrier function and can definitely adversely impact your healthy microbiome. It's like using all that hand sanitizer on your skin and all that Lysol to clean everything, right? That is absolutely disrupting your skin microbiome. I'm talking about your hand sanitizer. Yeah, maybe the other stuff, the other disinfectants you're using with gloves, but hey, that's the time to wear a mask because you shouldn't be inhaling that stuff. That stuff is so toxic. We're talking about your toxic exposures, how to reduce your toxic burden in order for you to feel better. We are seeing more and more people, more and more patients coming in with allergies. We're seeing more and more people coming in with autoimmune uh, issues, autoimmune conditions where they never had before. What's going on here? Why are we seeing more and more of this? We have to look at everything in the patient's environment, absolutely everything. And we also have to, you know, assess, are they an optimist, are they a pessimist? We have to look at their social situation, their mood, because that has everything to do with it. And maybe, maybe, and I'll tell, I'll tell you what, first of all, mood has everything to do with what you're eating. So if you're not in a great mood, you're off and down, you're blue, you sleep too much, all of this, it has to do with what you're eating. When you change what you're eating, when you radically change your diet for the better, you're going to feel so much better within the period of a few weeks or a month. The first couple of weeks may be withdrawal because sugar withdrawal, all that other addictive food, the the hyper-palatability palatabil- hyper of all of those processed foods you've been eating at chain restaurants, at fast foods, the stuff you bring into your house. It's hard to let go of that. It is very addictive because our brains indeed have been hijacked by those food flavors. You know, food science is a real thing. It is a real thing. And it's very interesting So, you know, if my career had gone a different way, I probably wouldn't have been a clinician. I would have been a food scientist because I marvel at what they're able to do. But honestly, much better as a clinician. More people are helped, certainly. Uh, I I don't want to be part of the team that made those McDonald's French fries absolutely delectable in their flavor, in their texture, and in their aroma. But it's a real thing that's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. You have to decide yourself to break the addiction. If you are coming down with bowel function issues, you know, more constipation, more diarrhea, more bloating, more this, more that, more small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, the first place to look is your plates. Change what you're eating. Get rid of the artificial colors the the dyes the preservatives the additives the emulsifiers all of these things wreak havoc with your gi tract wreak havoc and disrupt your gut barrier function that is the first thing to change don't go looking for a pill to solve your problem because oftentimes That's what your doctor will give you. You've got to take this pill the rest of your life. You've got to take this. You've got to take Pepsid. You have to take mesalamine for your inflammatory bowel disease. You have to take these things that have all kinds of side effects. And what is the pill doing? It may be diminishing your symptoms, but it's not addressing the cause at all whatsoever. So... Become an ingredient sleuth. When you go to the supermarket, be like me and start reading the ingredient labels of the foods that are in your shopping cart and reevaluate, reassess everything you're doing to treat your gut better. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your healthcare.